we're ready to go here, uh, live and ready to rock and roll. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to tonight's episode of the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 197. It's great seeing you all here as uh, more people start filing in. Uh, this is your host, Invader, and you know what? We have an excellent uh, show in store for you tonight, and... <laughs> You know what, we have a heck of a lot to talk about on the docket, lots of uh, different things popped up during the week, and uh, really, really just lots of exciting things to talk about. Uh, PlayStation recently had their game showcase, Uh, we'll tell you guys what we thought of all the announcements, gameplay, and so on. As well, we have rumors swirling about about, uh, Microsoft buying another big Western game publisher, I mean, will we see another big September bombshell? (laughs) Who knows right at this point. But we'll talk about all this and more in tonight's show. But first, let me introduce everybody on the TXR podcast tonight. And the panel members, we got MLD Buddy. Hey, how are you doing, bud? Hey, uh, good to be here. Looking forward to all the opinions here. It's been a busy week, to say the least. Uh, let me see. Finally got on to finishing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What a game. What a game. Now I'm moving on to Psychonauts 2. I just started that. Very, very good game. Very good game. But uh, yeah, I mean, let, let's let's get right into this. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. Oh, I know you are. You're chopping at the bit ready to uh, get into all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Moving on down the list. Uh, Tim Buddy, ready for all the game talk tonight? Yeah, as always, Sunday night. Uh, been a fun day watching football all day, but uh, it's always nice to talk some games, uh, video games, Xbox. A big week. We have a lot to talk about, so happy to be here. I'm currently um, at my friend's house sitting, so I'm on phone via mobile. Um, so I'm sorry about that, but uh, I, I do want to be on the show, so uh, just just bear with us and uh, or with me, and uh, we'll have a good show. All right, all right, guys. Uh, well said, Tim. Uh, moving on here. Shockley, buddy, how you doing? Uh, oh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, just picked up uh, Tales of Arise. Pretty good so far. Um, I was impressed with the. Um, I noticed in the demo that if you chose graphics mode, it looked really good, but it was kind of stuttering. You could tell it was definitely below sixty. Um, I'm not sure how close this one is, but I don't notice like, you know, it being like, say it, it felt like 30 in the demo when you did graphics mode. Now it seems pretty smooth. You don't see that judder. Um, so I'm really impressed with that. Um, but yeah, excited to get into the, uh, basically Sony's E3 that we had this week. So definitely looking forward to the topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A bunch of games dropping recently. Uh, I was playing The Artful Escape uh, a few days ago, and I gotta say, that game is uh, blowing my expectations away, really enjoying it. It's a uh, different kind of game, like a a rock opera meets a video game. I don't know, just very, very into it. Uh, Let's see, down here we got Centurion. Buddy, what's new and exciting? Oh, man, what is up, everybody? It is Sunday night. It is time to have some fun. It is time for the TXR podcast. What is new with me? Um, 
Well, of course, I'm all over the place when it comes to gaming. Still playing Psychonauts 2. Amazing game. Had to stop for a second and check out the new uh, Truth Quest DLC for Maneater. I thought it was really good fun. Felt like Godzilla, but in shark form. Um, also um, hooked up with an old friend of mine, playing some games with him. Me and him uh, decided to check out the new Aliens game, Fi Aliens Fireteam. Um, haven't gotten too far into it, but we're definitely happy with it so far. All right. All right. Sounds like a uh, very eventful and productive uh, week for you, then. That's pretty awesome. Uh, it's always good to uh, get through the grinder of some games, you know, and even just like checking out some updates of some games that you really love. You know, that's fantastic. Um, before we get into everything, uh, guys, uh, just be sure to share this show out and let everyone know that we're live. And, you know, I'm sure this is going to be a very, very lively episode. And I wouldn't want anyone to miss out on all the live action here and all the uh, cheeky comments, I'm sure. Um, but you know what? Yeah, speaking of that, let's uh, get into things. Let's start off with the first topic. And you know what, guys? A few days ago, we had PlayStation's latest game showcase. A lot of people were waiting for this since they didn't really have... Or no, they didn't. They didn't have a June E3 showing. So people were wondering, well, when are they going to showcase what's coming the next year or so well you know they had this showcase and you know everybody has a lot of thoughts on this i'm curious what my panel mates thought of this showcase starting with general mld buddy uh what did you think of playstation sorry playstation showing overall okay well uh considering that it was their first major showing uh, of the year i mean some people like to count the state of plays some don't uh, I mean, overall, it was a good show. I mean, speaking as uh, as an Xbox fan, I'm, I'm sure they liked it. There was something for everybody. There was a lot of multi-plats, uh, mostly. Uh, they showed, uh, what, they showed some Bethesda games. So that, that made me smile a little bit. Showing Deathloop again, Ghostwire Tokyo again. I'd say, I think we can all agree, the highlights, though, were uh, KOTOR being uh, announced as a remake. That was a pretty good get. Uh, though it is time exclusive, so that's good that you know Xbox gamers can play it sometime later. But it's also on PC, so that's good too. Uh, let's see, uh, Gran Turismo Seven. You saw gameplay of that. God of War Ragnarok. You saw gameplay of that. Uh, let's see, Wolverine, Spider Man Two. Those were the main ones. Like I'd say, for as far as new AAA reveals go, so I, I'd say yeah, those were the big ones. And I'd say, oh, I mean. I mean, well, uh, let, let's let's break it down here. Let's break it down here. Um, Xbox Z3. I'm just gonna go through it here. We had Stalker 2 for our timed uh, exclusive, it, and that's also day one Game Pass. You got um, Game Pass gets like Back for Blood, Hades, Plague Tale Requiem, Atomic Heart. Uh, let's see. D there was DLC for Sea of Thieves, Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Online, Grounded. But the main draw of Xbox Z3, if I were to compare the two, because I'd say those were the two major. Uh, conferences for each one this year. You had Starfield being announced only for Xbox. Now that's a big get. I think that even though we already knew about Starfield, that is a worthy announcement in mm -hmm. of itself. Mm -hmm. Just because uh, just because they now own it. You have Redfall, Outer Worlds 2, Contraband, Forza Horizon 5. So there were five AAA games announced for Xbox's E3. Like that, that's pretty that's pretty sizable. Xbox production is, you know, it's starting to show. And then uh, you look at PlayStation, we already knew about Gran, Tur uh, Gran Turismo 7. We already knew about God of War Ragnarok. Only Wolverine and Spider-Man 
were the only two reveals. Now, while I'm sure they, those are very popular IPs for, from Disney and it's getting a lot of people hyped, I, I'm also seeing a little bit of a double standard here. Like, uh, those those two trailers had their CGI only, no gameplay, years away, and yet they're losing their minds over it. But, you know, we had us, you know, with games like Avowed or Contraband or Outer Worlds 2 or Redfield or Star, Starfield, and, you know, apparently those games don't count. But but it does for them. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. But <laughs> but I think overall though it was a good show. But I mean even Kotor. Well, that also was a good get. Mm. I mean we also got Xbox has no shortage of RPGs. I mean we got about Fable, Starfield, Elder Scrolls Six coming up. So and we're pretty good. I mean I could play those games in the meantime while waiting for that and see how that game turns out. But overall, it's it, Sony came to play. Like they, I'm sure locking down Wolverine was uh, wasn't cheap, mm-hmm. so it's only going to push Xbox to do better. So that's the good news here. But silver lining, and after all this, I think um, they're just not announcing as many new games as Xbox is. Xbox production is now really getting going now, and not even PlayStation can keep up. And I think that's just a, a sign of the generation how this one is going to be completely different from last one. But overall. Moral of, the, moral of the story, competition is good. This will only make Xbox push harder. So every, everyone wins, essentially. Mm-hmm. No, well said, MLD, well said. And I got to say, I mean, I did enjoy you know, quite a few things that I did see in their presentation. I mean, again, you had Insomniac Games show off. I mean, they're really killing it, you know, ever since they got acquired. Like, they were such a good buy for uh sony for playstation you got spider-man 2 and yeah a wolverine announcement Uh, out of all things uh, everybody's really curious about that but again that wolverine is gonna be way way off spider-man 2 is a couple of years away um there was as you said knights of the old republic remake I mean, we knew that was coming, but that was announced as a timed exclusive. Uh, I know that there are some people kind of worried about it because I like there was some chatter. I saw some stuff on Twitter and social media about like some of those people behind the team, like uh, just because you know some of them aren't exactly what you would call Star Wars fans. There, so there was some talk about that, but um, you know, otherwise, I mean, it was an okay show. Um, you know, Forspoken was showing off God of War gameplay, but then there was a sort of like a mixed reaction to that in some ways. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm really curious what uh, everyone else on the panel has to say about Centurion. Uh, what did you think about Sony showing overall? What did I think of Sony's showing overall? Well, let's just at least first say that we saw Sony do what they do best, and that's actually kind of nail some really great titles score like i mean jim ryan is definitely a swordsman with the pen he knows how to score a good deal he knows how to really cherry pick those exclusive um this exclusive titles that he wants to have whether they're timed or permanently exclusive um but one thing i do want to at least point out at least from a first party perspective on the sony side this is just for first party i don't care what third party studios are creating for them we're talking first party only here There is no originality in you. Sorry, it is what it is. All you can work with are franchises that are already created, 
friend uh, characters that are already in existence. You ditched a very good co- uh, character in Drake and uh, on the Uncharted series to go chase after Wolverine, an already established character. I could see why. I'm pretty sure there was some money involved. Disney is definitely looking to relaunch the the X Men franchise. I think it's going to be an amazing game. Hopefully, they don't cut, copy, and paste some uh, mechanics out of Spider Man on top of Wolverine. Um, I'm just wanting to say though, um, let's just think about it. God of War, something they've already worked on. Wolverine, a character that already exists in a universe that already exists. Same with Spider Man. I want to feel the uh, the 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 titles that really leapt out at me were like somebody mentioned Forspoken. I mean, that game really has piqued my interests. Um, if I'm correct, isn't it a timed exclusive right now? Yeah, yeah two years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah, and, like, and but you never like know. Years, but it could turn into Final Fantasy, where all of a sudden it's making Sony a lot of scratch, and now all of a sudden they're gonna try to throw as much money at the situation to try to keep that game exclusive. Um, I'm really looking forward to some of the games that are shown. I mean, even what Insomniac had to show, um, definitely looking forward to it. But also, we can see Sony's strategy is a completely left fork in the road from Xbox. And this is why I know everybody's, we need a hero game, we need a hero game. If we're looking at it on paper, everything's on the table as a portfolio, yeah, there's a gap over here on this side of the table that shows the hero game does not exist in the Xbox ecosystem. Does they Do they need this? Probably not. But it would be a good, a good fill to the portfolio. But Xbox does not live or die based on having franchises like this in the ecosystem. Sony, on the other hand... Not to say they live or die, but they might as well because they, it has even been said when uh, talking about uh, Twisted Metal, they want to definitely focus on franchises that have not only a good game background to them, but also have a silver screen background to them. Sony is starting to want to work with a lot more IPs that belong in in a much more heavier entertainment basis. In other words, the, they've got a lot of pop culture value, I've noticed. And Mm. that is where the two brands are definitely forking, where Xbox is like, we want games, whatever you want, whatever you can create. We don't want to interfere with the creative process. But meanwhile, Sony over here is like, hey, we want to be like the Hollywood of gaming. We want to create these blockbuster Michael Bay experiences that you guys melt your face off and drool over. But as a result of this, we're going to see that, yeah, Sony has to put out some pretty heavy bangers because they're not going to have that um, delivery of game after game after game that we're going to see out of Xbox. We're going to see um, large gaps in Sony's uh, releases, and therefore, they, just like really prominent film franchises, they're not going out and dropping sequel after sequel after sequel as quick as they can. These things take time, and that's where with Sony... I'm just pointing to point out, we're seeing an obvious difference in the two brands, especially in their tactic on how they want to differentiate themselves. So that's where I have to interject because, I mean, you bring up a lot of good points there, Centurion, no doubt. And I, I see that, you know, the chat seems to agree with you on uh, quite a few things that you said. But I've seen this narrative, especially in uh, recent days, you know, the question being asked, you know, does Xbox need a superhero type of game, you know, just to go out to, I don't know, maybe not Marvel, because obviously uh, Sony and Marvel seem to have a good 
friendship going on here. But, you know, I, I have always, I've heard for the past few years even, oh, Xbox should be aggressive and go out and maybe grab uh, the Punisher or, again, maybe a DC property like Batman and so on. And it's just like, well, I'll be honest, I don't know if that's the right way to to do it per se, just to kind of copy what your competitor is doing. I kind of prefer them going out and doing their own things, but uh, what does everybody on the panel have to say that do does Xbox need a superhero game of their own? No, absolutely not. Um, that's clearly something Sony's doubling down on. So if Xbox tries to copy that, they're playing catch-up from the get-go. So that's not ideal for anybody involved. I'd say Xbox uh, should just double down on what they're currently doing. Like, if, they, if their plan is to just flood Game Pass with first as many first-party titles as possible and published uh, deals, that is exactly what they should keep doing. So just keep buying more developers, make more big splashes with huge acquisitions, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. That is what they should be doing. Keep up the exclusive content. And overall, those games will do the talking, because in the end of the day, Sony, yeah, you guys, you guys nailed it. Like they're they're trying to do games based off of uh, popular movies, popular pop culture icons. Like that, that's Hollywood. just their strength. They're playing to that. So Xbox should play to their strength, which is making Game Pass Xbox have as many exclusive experiences as possible. And some IPs will be bigger than others. The, that just comes with the territory. But they should focus on getting big gaming IPs like Elder Scrolls or uh, you know things like that, things that are big within the gaming entertainment uh, sector. So uh, Xbox is nothing to worry about. Just keep doing what they're doing. Well, and here's the funny part. I have to laugh on everybody wanting it to be Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. The Marvel Universe right now is in such a state of flux. Robert Downey Jr. has left. Dave Bautista has left. I could go on on all the different uh, actors that have left the MCU as we know it. How do you know what you're going to get from the MCU in a couple years from now? That's why I'm just really laughing at how everybody's like always hooked on the word Marvel when I feel like Disney is actually in the process of changing the MCU very heavily right now. And um, I mean, like literally, it could be a complete 180 in the next couple years, and the MCU could look totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, are you guys you can hear me, right? Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Okay, so I want to say something on this. First of all, uh, well said by both uh, Centurion and, and um, ML, MLD. Uh, Listen, the thing is, is that I, what I find funny is, is that I have these Xbox guys that are fanboys that, you know, are very happy. And then when Sony has a show, it's like, oh, well, we have to do this and we have to do that and we have to get a superhero. Um, and I, I don't want to be a fanboy anymore, all this type of stuff. And to me, it's silly. Listen, at the end of the day, they are both taking different strategies. Sony strategies, it's a smart one. It's a big, big blockbuster-centered type uh, strategy, which, listen, there's no problem with that. Uh, Wolverine's going to sell like hotcakes. Uh, does Xbox need a superhero? Listen, 
it is it is something that they should definitely look into, in my opinion. But it's not something that they necessarily need. Uh, you know, a lot of people were saying they need a new IP and they need, you know, uh, variety. And then Xbox did that. And now it's this is the next best thing. Now, as far as the show, Sony did a good job comparatively to Xbox C3. It was definitely a lot smaller. I definitely think Xbox C3 eked them out. Definitely had a little more content. Uh, you know, I think it had more of an effect. Uh, but Sony did do a good job. Uh, they are very good. They had a lot of time. Uh, you know, that they, they haven't had a show since, I believe, the showcase uh, of June of 2020 or whatever that was, May of 2020. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, I think that they're both companies are going in very good directions. But Xbox... Um, you know, like MLD said, it has to just keep doing what they're doing. Their strategy is to push content, keep you engaged, and let them, you know let the IPs keep flowing, and that's what they're going to keep doing. They're going to acquire uh, a publisher or a developer. They're gonna they're gonna push Game Pass. Um, they're gonna have big games coming to Game Pass every two months, maybe every month. Um, and to me, that strategy is the better strategy because it's just, you know, you it's just a matter of, of, of numbers. And, you know, if you're going to get more good games and, and games hitting you all the time, that's better than, say, one superhero game every two years, even though they have other games. Uh, God of War, listen, uh, we saw the, the thing about the reuse the mechanics. I do think that that is... Uh, not, I think that listen to, to criticize them for that is, is kind mm-hmm. of silly, but what it does is it does bring up a point that they are doing a cross generational title with their biggest show stopping style uh, title, as far as like, like when God of War came out, it said a bar graphically. And for me, the handling I would personally take is do DLC and you know, uh. You know, push the fact that it's DLC and, you know, gear up for the next generation of God of War. Now, what they're doing is, is they're kind of like, you know, taking it, was, they're saying it's not DLC, but they're taking a game that obviously they have built up and they, you know, reusing the engine. It's going to look good, but I don't think it's going to. I, I Watching the game, watching, and I know a lot of people felt this way. It did look good, but it definitely looked a lot like the original God of War in 2018. It looked great, but I think that being that there, that that IP, I just would have handled it differently. I would have, you know, uh, I kind of handled the way I feel like Gears is being handled and Hellblade 2. Like, they want them to be graphical benchmarks, set the, set the bar graphically, and I believe both those titles will. God of War... You're not going to get that with Ragnarok. You're going to get, yeah, that's an awesome game. It's great, but it's just not going to be that showpiece wow eye candy that that I think that it can be, but it would definitely need a lot more time. It would need, uh, you know, it would need to, you know, be a couple of years out. Mm-hmm. I think the DLC would have been a definitely a much better way of handling it. That, but that's, you know, that's just my opinion on it. Um, uh, obviously, they're smart, and a lot of people say, well, Xbox is superhero games, too, but Xbox doesn't have a developer like Insomniac. They have a 
a certain engine they have a knack for doing those games uh i don't think anything should be forced is my opinion so uh sony did a great job getting wolverine and spider-man big blockbuster huge names uh so win for them on that uh but li- like i said i, I think that uh the, the like the panel mostly saying just keep doing what you're doing xbox and uh everything will, will work itself out i think that we're very excited about the you know uh the the path that they're they're going on i don't think that they should have to force anything they shouldn't have to force a superhero game if it does come up uh then sure now as far as exclusivity goes uh in my opinion sony is absolutely uh ruthless with exclusivity mm. so xbox should definitely keep the favor returns indiana jones by no means should be on playstation mm-hmm. uh or on that platform i think uh the knights of uh republic is kind of a, a cheesy move in my opinion it is business it's smart on their end but like i said there's no more mr nice guy microsoft uh, uh that's that's blatantly clear they have like five times exclusives forbidden two years exclusive uh you know come on like you, you, no more of this if you buy a take two or you buy uh, Warner Brothers, there's no talk about exclusivity. You want it, you ask your platform to get Game Pass, or you get Game Pass yourself. Uh-huh. End of discussion. That's closed. Um, and just moving forward, uh, you know, a uh, good show by Sony you should be happy. Uh, Xbox fans, you know, just, you know, don't go crazy. You, you, Sony's going to have good things, you know. They're a great platform. They're going to be a worthy competitor. Um and this was their time to shine, and they shined. Uh, do I think that there's going to be more coming from Xbox? Yes, we'll go into that further on in the show. But uh, overall, like I said, I, I give the show, uh, uh, you know, an eight. Um, overall, um, I felt like the, the end of the show saved it for sure because it was like a disaster mm-hmm. uh, at one point. But, uh, you know, uh, a good job by Sony. And, uh, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, it should be an interesting holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if they're gonna go after um, like superhero. They might as well just go for WB Games because those are people that actually want to make the game instead of making one of your studios. Hey, w- you know, Correct. would you guys, you know, want to? I mean, you might be able to find some that that want to, like Insomniac, when they were presented with the same opportunity. Um, I would say go after WB Games. That'll catch you up a little bit quicker if you feel you need to put that, you know, under your sleeve. But yeah, I think. This generation, I think Sony's going more the PS2 route where they just were locking up every major, uh, at least timed exclusive, um, you know, major game that came out. You know, you had the Grand Theft Autos, Metal Gears. They locked up a lot of big third parties that gen. But I think they're they're trying to do it to everything. We already heard about the, how they try to do it to Starfield. They already got Deathloop, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. They're probably just trying to lock up any major third party game that's coming out. They're probably trying to, you know, get in talks with, can we get some kind of timed exclusivity, something. Um, so it's going to be interesting because it's, there's so, and we already heard rumors about this, um, you know, last year about, hey, people are going to be, hey, if you think this is bad now about that Spider-Man, you know, exclusivity that we heard about, stuff like that, you're really going to be pissed when you start hearing about all these other ones. So we're mm-hmm. starting to see a bunch of other ones. 
Um, people shouldn't feel too bad, though. I mean, it's cool that KOTOR is coming. Still ways off. Um, it'll be timed exclusive, as mm-hmm. it's already indicated. Console exclusive at launch, even though people are acting like they don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> Pretty sure Xbox kind of like nailed it after using it, abusing it 50 times. Um, <laughs> but people act like they don't know what it means. Um, but yeah, I mean, each platform has their strengths. So I don't think, I mean, I think it's great that they locked down Spider-Man because guess what? What great Spider-Man games were we playing before that? Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah, no one bought that. Exactly. So, I mean, then the last, I guess, good Wolverine game was apparently Wolverine Origins uh, or X-Men Origins. Um, but a lot of people didn't play it because the movie was terrible. But I'm hearing that one's pretty good, so I need to go back and check that one out. Um, but it's great that that's happening because guess what? No one else was even thinking about a Wolverine game, period. So it's kind of cool that they're, you know, that's why, you know, with uh, what MLD said, that's why competition's good because they're going to go out and branch out and make their own, you know, exclusives. They're going to like, hey, do we have IP in our bag that someone, you know, is, you know, inspired to, be, to make like perfect dark or you know whatever it is like killer instinct we had we found devs that were inspired and really passionate and wanted to make those um but overall good show at least with those highlights um but yeah i mean i you shouldn't shouldn't feel bad in any sense you're gonna have a ton of uh time exclusives on the xbox side uh, as well as all of their remember they have Bethesda. You're getting all these Bethesda games in Game Pass day one. When Starfield hits, it's going to be huge. Um, I'm excited for Redfall. I know people didn't like some of the uh, grab. We'll get to that later. But uh, overall, you you have a ton of content. So each camp has their own. That's why it's. I think this gen is going to be lining up to be one of the best ones since like the sixth gen when we had the GameCube and PS2. Because um, it seems like each one is firing in all cylinders. And as a distinct um, avenue that they're going down, kind of like that six gen, uh, six generation we had. So, but overall, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as a multi-console owner myself, having the Xbox Series console, Xbox Series X, and PlayStation Five, I mean, I- I'm happy to see what sh- uh, Sony showed. But I do have my own personal critiques. I was expecting to see more from. Uh, or I should say my expectations were uh, kind of shaken when I saw Gran Turismo 7. It, I mean, it has a release date. It's coming out, well, not too far March. away, March 4th. Yeah. Um, but it just looks kind of meh, especially when you place it beside, like, you know, the latest Forza game, Forza Horizon 5. It just, like, I know there are different types of racing games, but it's like you have this open world title versus this uh, simulation, and it just... Like I don't know, it just it do- doesn't look as sharp. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, it's uh, and it's no, online I... only. Campaign is always online. Isn't that funny? Don Magic uh, must have made this game. Um, Invader. When I saw the the Grand Turismo trailer, and please, when I say what I'm about to say, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I like to think I do a good job when it comes to editing my own content, but. I felt like I could have made the exact same damn trailer for Gran Turismo if I had access to the, to the to the lackluster music and just all the clips they had. I felt like I could have built that trailer. 
Oh, and then you got that PS2 uh, graphics of that map. Of that map, like what was that? <laughs> that the menu screen. Like, oh, that was bad. How'd that, that make good. the final cut? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. Yeah, that didn't do the game any justice. I don't know whoever put that together. Like, oh, that's rough. Like, and again, I, I you know, I'm look. I like racing games. I, I want. I want to. Uh, purchase this but it just it kind of makes me hesitant and you know it makes me want to think oh you know I'll just you know spend my money somewhere else especially since they don't have their game pass equivalent where I can just you know try it out it just I don't know it, that that really threw me off I mean again there's a lot of things that look good but again some of the stuff that was in their conference well they're owned by Xbox Studios now like Again, um, Deathloop, it's coming out in a couple of days. Eventually, we'll see that, uh, you know, on Xbox and within a year's time. As well, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, I really enjoyed what I saw from it. I don't think we have a release date on that quite yet, if I'm not mistaken. But I really enjoyed the gameplay. It looks cool. It looks fun. It looks freaky. And uh, oh, Tango Gameworks, they're a really, really uh, talented studio, to say the least. Um yeah, overall, I mean, I liked it, uh, Sony's showing, but it just, eh, I don't know, it's kind of, there was some hiccups. <laughs> One thing I will say, though, guys, seeing the Alan Wake remaster there just feels kind of weird, since that was like an old Xbox property, I guess you could say. I don't know. Um, Invader, you want to talk about weird and awkward? I'm not trying to be mean, but Jim Ryan is a really good businessman, but he has no business being in front of a camera. I felt like a used. I felt like I was being talked to by a used car salesman. Um, I'm pretty sure Sony has way better people that could deliver the message that Jim Ryan was delivering. I just I don't feel it from Jim Ryan when I see it. I question whether or not he even plays a PS5 in his spare time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's not really a guy that you want to trust with messaging. I mean, I know that they have everything like a, a script to prepare and whatnot before these things, which is good, I guess. But uh, uh, he, you know, nobody really trusts him at his word, especially with things that he said within the past two years. Like it just, I don't. Know. You know, it's scripted, but you did. It's like we all know that all events are mostly scripted for the most part because mm -hmm. a lot of them use teleprompters. We've even seen Phil Spencer read from a teleprompter. But with with Jim Ryan, it's like that's all he has when he's up there is that teleprompter because he has like no no what's the word like experience or um, he has no personal investment in gaming because he doesn't really game. It comes off of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no stage presence. Yeah, no, the guy's pretty uh, lackluster in the stage uh, presence department, as you said, MLD. Um, I don't know, that and he just doesn't come off as even friendly as what some of the Xbox guys do. You know, not as chatty, whatnot, not as interactive, and I think that's what puts some off. But Yeah, I, I think that's it. I, I, I don't like him. I, I just, just a feeling I get from him, but I agree. I think he just doesn't come off well like that. Mm, yeah and just to like round this whole playstation showcase uh discussion off i mean there are some hints guys sony had dropped some hints as to maybe what we can expect in the i want to say future maybe not they had some like easter eggs in their trailer even just a you know that quick little intro video start off things i was kind of confused what they were uh, showing off there to be honest it was kind of weird but they had like a, a sly cooper image they uh 
so who knows maybe we could, we could see one of their classic uh, platformers come back and then even uh recently in the news i dropped this in the dm apparently uh, there's rumors of twisted metal making a comeback i mean hey i'm a huge twisted metal fan that would be really awesome to see it come back in some form but I think they're, uh, you know, with, you know, since Xbox has been making all these moves the past few years, I think they're really going to be uh, gearing to put all kinds of content out in the next few years. And that's where, you know, I agree with what you guys were saying uh, just a few minutes ago. Content is key. Competition is key to this. And I think we're going to see a very special generation here of gaming where all these publishers, all these console makers are going to be firing on all cylinders. I mean, we'll see what happens with Nintendo. They kind of do their own thing. But uh, Xbox and PlayStation, they're going to be very, very, very on each other. But uh, Yeah, I keep getting the question, when is Xbox going to fire back? And my answer to this is that their next three months is strictly to push what they have coming to Game Pass, which is obviously huge. Um, they have uh, Forza and they have Halo. I do think that they're going to have a really strong presence at uh, Game Awards. I think that they eye Game Awards as a place where they get pretty much the eyes on it, equivalent to E3. And the show is hugely, uh, you know, watched, and um, I think you're going to have like a really big show. Um, as far as acquisitions, I could see acquisitions coming the following year. What usually happens is every year, January, they, they set their year going forward and they have their meetings. Mm -hmm. So basically, that's where I think that, that you know, the, the, in their budget, I think that they're going to get, you know, we talk about like matching. The, the, they're gonna have some. They're gonna have some uh, uh, some counter punches for sure. And uh, my point, my my thing is, is that you really at this point, you know, lines are drawn in the sand. If Xbox does acquire a Warner Brothers, or they do acquire, uh, uh, let's crazy enough a Take Two, um, which I really can't see happening. But let's just say that they did. They're well within their rights with what Sony's business model has been. I mean, they've locked away a ton of time exclusives, and they've kept a lot of things off uh, the Xbox platform. So obviously, Xbox has to protect its own platform, and they don't have to be the nice guys because they are not the market leader, and they're not the ones timing every freaking game. Yes, they have times exclusives, but not to the extent Sony is not even close. So Xbox is well within their rights to make whatever they want exclusive. If they want to buy Warner Brothers and they want to get Batman and Rocksteady do that and just want it on Xbox and PC, you know what? And Game Pass, there's more than enough places that people can play. I don't want to hear complaining because Sony has done what they've done. If Xbox didn't get um Bethesda, they didn't get these studios. We would we wouldn't even be talking about Xbox because Xbox would be probably at this point, uh, you know, uh, just just uh, you know, four studios and and basically a third party and and dead, mm -hmm. and, and and that's the way Sony would want it. So I do think that 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 Phil and I do think that the company has realized 
that you know this is this is for the taking, and I do feel like there's going to be a push. Now people laugh at me when I say they say uh, I made a big deal about Satya wearing a Halo Infinite jer- uh, shirt, but the thing is, is that that just shows you that your CEO is backed. And he's all ready to go. And if you listen to his words, he says, we want to be the leader in gaming. If you want to be a leader in gaming and you're, in a, and you're a $2 trillion CEO, guess what? You buy a Warner Brothers. And you know what? You don't battle an eyelash. At this point, they are well within their, uh, well within their rights to buy whoever they want. And you know what? And keep it on Xbox only. Thank God they had the. Thank God they didn't go with the multi-plat route with uh, Starfield mm-hmm. and the rest of the things. It's obviously showing content is king, and they have a platform that they can push and grow the way they want to grow it. The only way to get there though is to get games and. Like I said, there's there's going to be acquisitions. There, there's going to be some firing back. Uh, it's just not going to happen tomorrow. That's what people want. I want to. I want an answer. No, it's going to happen three months, six months, maybe even a year from now. They they announce Warner Brothers. The fact is is that they're actively looking to to make gaming the number one place for gaming is Microsoft, and I believe that they're going to do it because they have the backing. Of a two trillion dollar CEO, and when he talks and he when he when he when he says he's behind things, you know what? This is if they really want to take things over, they want to and they want to be number one. It's not that hard. Just keep doing what you're doing, and at the and there'll just come a point where people just realize they're almost they're almost at that point. But there's just going to be a point where they're unstoppable, and that's the attitude that you must have. You cannot be oh well, I need to put my places on that. No, they obviously don't want their games touching Xbox. So you have to wait a year, and we have to wait. No, at this point, you gotta you gotta be the company that you know you, you you're supposed to be, and and you know make games exclusive and do the right thing by your consumers, the people who are on your platform. Mm-hmm. No, well said, Tim. Well said. Um, you know, I, I'll i just talk about acquisition. I think we'll start to uh, move over to our next topic. But uh, does anyone else have anything to add about uh, the PlayStation Showcase before we move on? No? All right, I'll take that as a no. But either way, guys, I... Th- I thought the PlayStation Showcase was uh, pretty decent. They had some really uh, good game showings, some that eh, maybe didn't highlight the game so well, but you know, they, they still had some good stuff, so good on Sony. Again, competition's a good thing, right? And it pushes Xbox and others to uh, to do more, to do more. So, uh, But at the same time, I think uh, Xbox is ready to announce quite a few things after that, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have the ammo. And speaking of which, guys, we will move over to some <clears throat> some very interesting rumors that have been making the rounds as of late. And according to a few news outlets and insiders in the game industry, Xbox is in talks with yet another big Western publisher for acquisition. And that publisher in question is apparently Take-Two, Take-Two Interactive which has mega franchises behind it, such as Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, Bioshock, just to name a select few. But, I mean, people people know those franchises. And I have to say, I'm just, I'm really curious what everyone here thinks on this matter. Uh, 
Tim, like, I know you got a lot of things to say about this. What's your thoughts on this? Do you think that Microsoft would be interested in buying Take-Two? 100%, and I'm pretty sure that they've probably looked at it and they've discussed it. Um, in the position that they're in, uh, and if so, if 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 it was ever to be, if, if Take-Two was really serious about selling, they're gonna have to pay a pretty penny. They'd probably have to pay over, over market. Um, they probably have to pay. Uh, I think twenty-seven billion was, was uh, the number I've heard, and that's because they have twenty billion in assets, or they have twenty billion uh, market share, whatever, or valued at that. Plus, then they have two point four billion dollars supposedly cash at hand. That means that that's like in their bank account. And um, consider that that's $23 billion and then you probably have to sweeten the deal. You have to make the deal, um, you know, uh, a little bit better because, uh, like we know, Take-Two is just so huge. And the, you know, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, that, uh, that IP alone is probably worth <laughs> $20 billion itself. I mean, that's how big that game is, you know, $15 billion. Well, um, just to interject, Tim, I did some research. Apparently, Take-Two is worth about 18 or $19 billion. So. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so, but then I heard they had 2.4 billion cows. Somebody that one of the guys said they have 2.4 billion on cash on hand. Mm -hmm. And then, like, like I said, you're probably gonna have to pay uh, extra because you got to sweeten the deal. Now, that's these are a lot of hypotheticals, and obviously we don't know anything. Nobody's gonna know anything. Like people who think that insiders are gonna know things on the stuff, just laugh at that stuff because th there's no way that. Anybody, uh, I don't care who you are, uh, you're not going to know about a, a type of deal like that. That's, you know, that's illegal, first of all, to get um, inside information on that because it can affect stocks. But overall, nobody's going to know about it. I'm just talking in what I would do if I were in their position, if I'm in their place of, you know, uh, position of power, I'm looking at the CEO who's done very big deals for LinkedIn and other deals that have been $25 billion. Uh, they obviously have the money on hand. This isn't something that uh, they can't do. Uh, and l listen, they had Bethesda deal. Nobody, If we said Bethesda deal beforehand, everyone would have left. So the fact of the matter is you have to take Xbox seriously. You have to say it is something that could happen. You know, because they've done things that nobody thinks that people said that would never, ever happen. So uh, you can't count them out, but obviously. I What I see happening is them uh, basically talking to everyone and then uh, possibly you might get a lot of hype for this deal and then something else breaks, like a Warner Brothers deal or uh, a part of Warner Brothers Arcane Studios. Or, I mean, um uh never realm and and rocksteady uh deal uh they want I, I know that they want um more studios i know that they think that uh I've, from what i've heard and the rumors uh aren't true that that they were unhappy with matt booty they are happy with him uh the fact is is that if they did pick up another five 
studios or if it was a publisher, the publisher would probably handle themselves uh, like the way that Bethesda is doing uh, with Take Two. It would probably be the same exact, 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 same exact thing with Warner Brothers. It might be a little bit different. I don't know. Uh, the fact is, though, uh, this talk, like I said, is, you know... <laughs> Three years ago, it's laughable, and you can't you can't even approach it. But you have to really consider all the signs that you're seeing, know the money that Microsoft has, and let's be honest: if they did something like a Warner Brothers or a Take Two, uh, that's a closer. That's a deal where, yeah, then you can close down the acquisition uh, acquisitions. You got thirty studios and. You know, you have blockbuster content, and believe me, if they got something like that exclusive, uh, they would be number one at least in the in in uh, in the United States, uh, the number one market, uh, and they would definitely shift uh, a lot of other markets. <clears throat> that's that's the reality of the situation. Do I see something like that happen realistically? No, but I do. Fire, I do feel like I do feel like something will happen, like a Warner Brothers, maybe something lesser to agree, maybe the Stalker Dev, uh, a Sobo, and um, the Arc Dev, like like three of them, like announced next year. Uh, but yeah, I do. I do expect them to to uh, uh, keep going this route, and and in the meantime, they're being like super robust. I keep saying this that they they they've, they're hiring devs that there are organic growth. Uh, once joked around by uh, well, I think Jim Ryan said that, but the organic growth of Xbox for the studios is absolutely insane from what I'm hearing. Bethesda's growing, Obsidian's growing. Uh, talks of splitting you know teams up doing multiple things. Uh, everyone's growing. Uh, Compulsion's growing. Uh, you name it, they're growing. They're, they're in exile, uh, crazy, and super really good talent. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a fun time. Like this generation for Xbox and, and even other platforms, but I think Xbox solely most because they're, they're, the, they're the one with the most money. They're the most serious, I think. And that's when I'm saying they're the most serious – that's that's all you need to say because they got the most money and you have to consider stuff and talk about stuff like that, even if it's far fetched. Because when Bethesda deal happened, it changed everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, funny enough, uh, Tim. You know, it's already September twelfth. Like two weeks from now, it would be like the one year anniversary of the uh, Zenimax um, announcement from Xbox. And damn, I mean. You know, just thinking about it now, that's still, like you said, you know, that's still reverberating around the industry. Like, it's it's just still very, you know, a shocking buy on its own. So, I mean, if they were to get Take-Two, that would just be game over, really. Um, when you talk about the IP and the amount of studios that are under Take-Two's belt, it's, an, it's really mind-boggling. And again, you think of the IP that they got, GTA, Red Dead... Max Payne, uh, again, all those like Rockstar IP, Bioshock, Mafia, XCOM, uh, even the uh, the uh, sports titles like 2K and the PGA Tour, I think, or I don't know, something, something PGA anyways, but there's a few different sports titles under their belt and so on. It would, I don't know, I think it, like, 
it would help them and address a lot of areas that they could still. Um... Oh, it'd be game over, like you said. It would be game over. What you would have to deal with would it be get past, and um, you would get a lot of people going crazy. You mm-hmm. would definitely get the same people that are cheering for exclusivity of Final Fantasy and all that other stuff would be crying. And you know, uh, writing letters to the president or whatever, doing whatever it takes yeah. to uh, block this deal, they would not want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know what else. What, 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 the, sorry, what do you guys think on the uh, the rest of you guys on the panel think like, um, general MLD? I mean. Again, we saw this huge buyout last year that, again, we're still kind of feeling here. Like, And again, you know, people just still can't believe what happened there. Uh, how would you feel about uh, Take-Two being acquired? Do you think that like Microsoft would approach them or go after them? I mean, there does seem to be... Uh, some teeth to this. I mean, you had Jez Corden a couple of days ago even uh, saying that he heard about some of these talks months ago, and I, I tend to believe Jez with what he says. Um, well, I mean, I, I'll, you guys are talking about Bethesda still. I mean, I'll never forget that morning where I wake up, I just check my phone for notifications, and I see that, and I thought, like, this this, this is a joke. This is a rumor. <laughs> and then you find out it's real. Like, holy, the, the, that changes everything. It changed the whole game. Um, take two, I, I don't know, an X, the Xbox fan in me, it wants to believe this. It really, really does. It would, again, be, it would, it would be a, 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 another game changer. Like the United States, North America, it, it would be Xbox territory, like forever, like pr- pretty much. But, um, another part of me thinks all these acquisitions though, that they've done in the past, the small developers like Ninja Theory, In Exile, Obsidian to Bethesda, they've all been privately owned companies because I think it's just a lot less red tape involved. Like you can just, you can, you can just do it. Whereas public companies, they require more, uh, well, you have to consult the shareholders. It's harder to keep it a secret. There's more red tape, more paperwork involved. So I feel like if that was happening, there would have been some kind of leak. Maybe. I don't know. But it would mark Xbox breaking tradition because, again, it's a public company, take two. But I'm hoping that they would break tradition because of how big the IP the IPs they control are. Because, again, it's another massive get, like multiple studios all in one go. I feel like Grand Theft Auto would really work for Xbox because – you could you could you could advertise the the main campaign like uh, day one Game Pass and Game Pass numbers will surge on that alone, and I think if it's on Steam, the Steam sales alone will make the game a profit in the short term. So and they could always promote the online aspect with Game Pass because hey, Game Pass low barrier entry, you have an audience right away. It it pretty much guarantees a very lucrative online uh, segment, which Grand Theft Auto has. So it does make sense, and I really hope they do break tradition. But um, I feel like they're they're buying somebody. Like there's enough rumors and rustling going around. They're buying somebody. I think fans they just want they just want it all to be official now. Like like we 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 want more. Like we got Bethesda, and we're hungry for more. But alas, you know these deals take time, and I get that. I get that. Personally, my personal favorite is still Sega. I still think they should. Uh, I think I still think that they're. Um, talking with Valve, at the very least, to get Game Pass on Steam or integrate with Steam. 
those are my own two personal wish lists. But, um, uh, hey, again, I really hope Take Two is true. The fan in me wants it to be true. So uh, that's my take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's still a lot to, again, nothing's official here, but just even the talks alone, I, I'll admit I did not suspect Take-Two to be uh, a part of this. I thought that, like yourself, maybe they would have gone, like, we'd hear something about a, uh, like, an, an Eastern publisher, possibly, to address some shortfalls uh, in their lineup there, but uh, obviously they're talking to everybody and anybody. Like, uh, again, we've heard talk across Europe and, and across different studios have been open that Xbox is just talking to everybody about acquisition and IP and so on. They're very, I don't think people understand how ag- aggressive they are going into this gen. It, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, Centurion, uh, what do you have to say on this? Uh, you think Take-Two uh, could be snatched up? I'm not going to say yes or no. If they're open to being bought, we obviously know Microsoft has the money to do it. Uh, it would be an amazing deal. Like Tim Dog said, it would probably be, you know, over after that. And I mean, like, not like, oh, the game is won. I mean, like, Microsoft, that'd be a very massive purchase. But also, I don't know. I think, um, God, what is the biggest purchase Microsoft bought? Isn't it like uh, LinkedIn? Uh, LinkedIn was pretty pricey, right? They were about what? Yeah, well, LinkedIn was type uh twenty five billion. I think that uh, I yeah, I think uh, this was this well, LinkedIn's like top one or two, but yeah, they're, 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 it's around thirty billion. See, so that that means it's not out of Microsoft's, you know, reach to basically aim that high when it comes to purchasing something if they really want it. So, um, but yeah, like Tim Dog said, like Microsoft would have an asinine amount of studios the minute they made that purchase. They would have Grand Theft Auto. Um, they would literally be in the minds of every single person who owns a a game console on the PlayStation or Xbox side, at least, uh, or PC even, because I mean that's a hell of a lot of mind share to say that you own Grand Theft Auto. Um it would definitely be something to think about. You know, it's think about how much money Grand Theft Auto generates. It's a fair amount of money. It's one of those games that like, I mean, let's be frank. Rockstar made one game this gen. Am I right? Oh, Red Dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Red Dead Redemption 2. They made one game and you guys got to play a game that was released on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 uh, everybody enjoyed it. You you enjoyed Grand Theft Auto Online. You definitely gave them a lot of money. Um, definitely anybody who has a chance to acquire Grand Theft Auto is going to weigh all the options because, I mean, in today's world, especially here in America, you're born with a birth certificate, social security number, and you're handed a copy of Grand Theft Auto for some reason. Uh, but... I'm really curious on if these things will ever come to fruition. Uh, like you said, Jez has talked about it. I feel like um, many corners of the internet have always been talking about Microsoft acquiring Take-Two. It's even come up that PlayStation was going to somehow acquire Take-Two, which that was actually interesting. Um, but back on the Xbox side, I'm really 
you know, whatever. I'm not one of these people that live or die on what companies Xbox is investing in. I know Xbox has their feelers out, and when they come across something that fits what they are trying to do, Xbox will obviously acquire them. Um, we've already seen Xbox starting to make other acquisitions out, you know, that pertain to gaming, but they're not exactly studios, but that's another subject. Um, definitely Xbox so has their feelers out. Huh? Not to, not, to, not to interrupt to you, uh, the great centurion, but no, you're look, fine. Well, look at discord. They try to buy them and discord probably played them a little. Um, to get their stock market up or whatever, to get their stock price for their IPO or for whatever they were doing. Um, but Discord, they offer $12 billion. <laughs> 10 to $12 billion for Discord. You, mm-hmm. You're telling me when they're willing to do something like that, that if something like uh, a Take-Two would come available, oh my God, like... It's just—it's really exciting to be an Xbox fan and to be in this camp right now because you know that they're going to do something. You know that they're um, actively looking. Um, again, I, I can't preface enough. When they had Satya out there saying what he did, it means they're all in. And, and so, I just, go on. Oh no! I didn't want to interrupt. But no, I'm just like, no, you're fine. Uh, but we'll get into something even crazier. I, I'm gonna say it right now. I hope Xbox gets Take Two and as many companies as they can. I hope PlayStation does. I hope Nintendo does. There's some players out there right now, like Tencent. Again, Tencent's coming up in a conversation. Everybody's like, but they're not. Who's Tencent? Well, Tencent is going to be definitely looking all of a sudden to definitely acquire a major slice of the North American economy pie because over in China, it was just delivered that kids over there under the age of 18 are allowed to play, I think, one Mm. hour of games a week. Yeah, One hour. Get one hour. I mean, yes. I mean, they're hardcore over there right now on gaming. Um, they, they're trying to curb gaming heavily in China because they actually feel it's detrimental to their society. So t- uh, companies like Tencent and companies like them are definitely looking at sectors that they know there is a lot of money to be made. And Tencent is one of these companies that can afford a Take-Two purchase or something on that caliber. So I really hope companies like Microsoft and PlayStation them are paying attention because there's going to be, I feel, some desperation purchases due to what's going on over in that part of the world right now. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I, I mean, I don't want Xbox and Xbox Game Studios to be so big where they're like monolithic and you know they're taking over the industry by storm i you know i like to see the competition i i really don't want to see like xbox get too too much otherwise i don't think it's a very good thing i, I will say that uh, here's another company that's bigger than xbox right now embracer group if i'm right they have more studios than xbox well yeah they bought they've been buying ip like crazy They've been buying uh, studios like crazy as well. Nothing as big as Bethesda, but at the same time, yeah, they have been making moves that, you know, admittedly, a lot of people haven't been keeping track of, but they own a lot of valuable IP. Um, 
like whether they be like maybe less you know less notable ip but still you know with some name to like some more familiar names like uh Darksiders and so on, Disrail Humans, and yeah, you know, a few more. But either way, guys, I mean, there is a, just a grab for studios at this point. I mean, even uh, you know, we had talked about uh, Sony, uh, you know, the past uh, topic, and they had bought uh, a studio just this past week, or they announced it. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Sony bought their third studio this year. It's the persistence developer Fire Sprite. I mean, they're they're now a uh, first party studio, so you know they're acquiring studios as well, not to the same length as Microsoft, but at the same time they're still adding to their studio stable. They're still adding to their portfolio, so you know they're being aggressive. And Centurion, you mentioned Tencent. You know, just to add on to what I was saying, you know, as much as I don't want Microsoft to be this huge. You know, I don't want them to get uh, way too big, but at the same time, who would I rather, you know, if if Take-Two is on the market, who would I rather see them get acquired by? And that would be Microsoft. So, because I'd rather not have Tencent dip, dip its tentacles into anything. So... If Sony was in the same position Microsoft was in, and the way they operate... Well, let's say that there was a situation that Take-Two was available. They would 100% get them. And they would 100% make it exclusive. And uh, Centurion brought up a great point. I, I do think it's a, an hour a day uh, is the limit. But, you know, uh, whatever it is, it's a limited gaming over there in China. I am 100% right. Tencent would be the worst thing ever to get these 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 studios because they don't care about and they don't and there's no feedback there's no way to get them back like a company like Tencent can just do what they want they could be as grimy as they want and I think that they will so yeah I don't want them uh, if, if it was them or Microsoft yeah you, you even if you hated Microsoft you definitely would want to uh, have Tencent no part of the video game business mm-hmm. yeah well said Tim uh shock buddy you've been a little uh quiet listening in here uh what's your take on all this whole take two like buyout talk uh do you think microsoft uh, would go for it uh maybe i mean it might be uh i don't know i still think it's kind of like far-fetched but uh just because the recent talks of them like being a or going into game pass of like mm-hmm. them kind of talking down from i think it was like their ceo or one of their producers um mm-hmm. but i mean i mean money talks and bullshit walks so there's there, everybody has a number so uh and we've seen <laughs> microsoft spend way how, how much did they do on linkedin again like something ridiculous it must have but, been uh, like 10 to 12 billion something like that if not more maybe 50 yeah i mean it could yeah i mean if they want to if they want because they know like where sony is and they know where how that's a huge chunk of sony's like revenue too if you think about it of like selling like all those take two games it's like when fortnite when you saw them uh their software take a hit like xbox and playstation because fortnite dipped it affected their whole bottom line so that'd be taking a huge chunk out of sony's you know Mm -hmm. pocket and their uh, gaming revenue so 
I mean, it's I guess it's kind of a win-win, and you're not going to lose much because you're still going to get PC cloud. You're still reaching a large base, so people are still going to play those games. They're not going to going to stop playing Grand Theft Auto. Now I see if they did the sports, it probably NBA would probably do what MLB did, and it'd be kind of like the show. It'd be like their version of the show where they're making a game, sports game for PlayStation. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, we're just talking. Again, guys, this is the rumor mill, but there does seem to be a bit of bite to it just because of some of the sources that are coming out and being like, oh, yeah, now we can uh, talk about it uh, now that it's out there. Um, you know, even before this recent, uh, these recent uh, articles coming out about it, you know, even, even going back a couple of months ago, there were some old articles talking about, uh, you know, Xbox acquiring Take Two. Um, now could it be that, you know, maybe it's not an acquisition, maybe it's about, um, making exclusivity deals, uh, similar to what Sony's been doing. Maybe it's about game pass deals. You never know. And even so, like, again, you were talking about how like some people, uh, you know, at take two were uh, kind of dismissing game pass and it's like. Well, again, some of these guys may not even know, uh, you know, what's going on behind the scenes because I remember the uh, Zenimax deal. Uh, a lot, uh, the majority of the studios that uh, got bought, that got bought, weren't even aware until uh, the messages went out, and the tweets went out, and the social media about the buy. So, you know, again, a lot of these people would be the last ones to know, just like we are. But either way, I. You know, it's it's hard to know what's what's going on there. I think Take Two would be a monster acquisition. I mean, we're talking about well over twenty studios here, from the looks of it. Uh, in a way, it'd be perfect for Game Pass. You're talking about mass content, and like Tim was saying, Satya is all in on gaming. Like he's he wants to be aggressive like crazy. So that's why I am not cu- counting this out. I mean, sure, we've heard about Warner Brothers. I mean, there's some other publishers out there that I'm sure, for the right quite uh, for the right price, would uh, be bought no problem. Take two again. It's just a very interesting situation here. Um, but again, it's something for us to keep our eyes and ears peeled on. Um, it just I, I have a feeling that Microsoft is gonna make another big splash sometime in the near future. And, again, from the Zenimax deal, like, we're still feeling the vibrations, the earth-shattering news that it was. And I can only imagine what this would cause. (laughs) Oh, man. The salt will flow. Um, But, yeah, guys, uh, do you guys have anything else to add on to this before we move on? Um, Yeah. uh, I I got a small thought here. Just that... Uh, you were saying before how like you don't want Microsoft to get so big where it's just like not even fair anymore. Mm-hmm. I like to think of it as leveling the playing field because no matter how good Xbox gets um, in say like you know competition wise, value wise, they'll always be lacking in say mainland Europe and Asia overall. I feel like they need another big play just so they can really be like like truly taken seriously on a global level. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, yeah, in order to get some, gain some kind of equilibrium, they, they got to make some kind of big, a, a bigger, like another big splash, I think. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
Yeah. Oh no, that's a fair comment, MLD. Like uh, again, I, like I, I make that comment, but I understand they like they need to cover uh, themselves. They need the content to put out there for sure. And yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. It's just. I, don't know, I, I just don't want them to uh, be a monopoly on the market. That's that's just all I'm saying. But I do, you know, I'm not complaining about them being aggressive. Listen, okay. I'm getting DMs saying why is it that way? This and that. Listen, I agree with what you're saying. You just don't. You want to have fair competition. You want fair marketplace. You don't want something to be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you want it to be fair. And that's listen. That's 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 that's. I completely understand that. But my counterpoint is is that I just feel Sony is just the type of company that, and they've shown this. They don't care about anybody but their company, their bottom line, their cutthroat. And for me, that's just like, listen, am I going to be honest? I'm annoyed that they timed exclusive uh, KOTOR. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just annoying to me. Like, if you're going to do that and, 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 you know, and, and it's business and it's a smart move. I just feel like though that that all things like like Indiana Jones don't even talk to Xbox or don't even ask me or whoever is that exclusive. The answer is yes, uh, it's exclusive. There's no feeling bad for anyone else, whether it's Peter Hines saying that or whatever. Uh, I don't ever get that empathy for Xbox. Where's Peter Hines now with this? Where's Peter Hines now with uh, you know Xbox getting short sticked with Final Fantasy? The bottom line is it's a business, and yeah, they're going to do their thing. So Xbox is well within their right to do whatever they want. They have the money, they have the capital, they have the also they have the driver, and they uh, which is Game Pass. They they could do what they want, and to me, it's not it's not that unfair when B a they make their uh, their games available on PC, okay, and they don't double charge for it. They're they're very they're very they're awesome with that. They have cross buy, and you know they also have X Cloud, where you could use a fourteen year old computer. I mean, not that old, but a ten year old computer or a Surface, and all you need is an internet connection or an Ethernet connection, uh, Wi Fi, Ethernet, or whatever, and you're on and you're playing the game. And let me tell you, I've been playing X Cloud a lot lately. It's it's doable. I mean, a game like Hades. It feel you feel the sixty frames per second, and that's only going to get better. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think Xbox has to look out for Xbox first and foremost, and they don't have to play. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, they don't have to be noble or whatever, and and you know, include mm-hmm. everyone. Just worry about who's paying, who's putting money into your ecosystem, and who wants to play games. And you know, uh, like I said, I understand you're 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 you're, and I said that too, but I just at this point I just can see how Sony is, and 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 I just feel like if if they were in the position they would think they would never think twice. So when you're dealing with something like that or a competitor like that, you take it to them. Agreed. Yeah. No, and that's well said, Tim. Uh, again, I, I can appreciate Xbox being aggressive. That's for sure. And. Uh... I don't believe me. I'm not complaining about a lot of things. Uh, they're definitely improving their situation as the past couple of years have shown. And um, yeah, again, it's just great to see them reinvigorated in gaming. And who knows, guys? I mean, <laughs> again, these are just rumors. But Take Two would be uh, 
would be massive or any other publisher really if they go after one but uh i think with on that note we'll uh move on to uh some other things and you know with all this rumored acquisition talk why don't we talk about uh the one that actually happened this past week uh microsoft bought clipchamp it's an uh in-browser video editor you can create professional videos, promos, and the like, and share them out across social media. Uh, this is an interesting uh, purchase because something like this can, uh, well, I mean, it's suited for, well, a number of things, especially in Microsoft's ecosystem. And I've seen Xbox fans very curious if something like this will uh come to the xbox ecosystem at some point uh centurion but uh what do you think about this uh, clip champ acquisition buyout uh do you think that we'll see this uh come to fruition on xbox sometime in the near future so i'm gonna be blunt in what i'm about to just say i really hope so because the xbox dvr it's bad I could be harsher, but the DVR definitely on the Xbox side needs a rework. Um, oh my God, what is that forgotten video clip thing that Xbox had on Upload the Xbox? Upload Studio. Upload Studio, that. Yep, there's another one. I really feel that there is a more, uh, from the people I listen to, it is there is a much more seamless system in getting your gameplay off of an Xbox I mean, off of a PlayStation onto your PC than it is for you to do with an Xbox. Um, and I could actually attest to this. There is the D the DVR on the Xbox. It sometimes takes five, six, seven tries to even get it to start recording. Uh, most of the time for me, it would record probably 30 seconds. Um, and no, it was set to an hour. Um, they would also corrupt drives. Doesn't matter if they're um, the nice, you know, puck size hard drives or just a USB drive. Um, they would all, my PC would always have to repair them because it would, it would have some kind of a corruption issue. Um, definitely the Xbox side needs to be redone. I had to invest in a capture card just to be able to capture video off of my Xbox reliable. My God, can we say the word reliably? Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. So, it, for, I have had issues with the Xbox DVR, um, and that's where I really hope something like this does come to Xbox. Xbox is a company that really embraces social media, YouTube, content creators, people that really like to, to put it out there how much they love the brand. And I really feel that Xbox has not provided tools to those creators or the people that rep these brands to make it a lot easier to get these videos and the, um, the influence and all the hype onto these social media platforms. Um, I mean, there's a lot of steps involved in your, if you're wanting to deliver quality video off of an Xbox onto the internet. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, I remember, like, I put out some videos uh, years ago about, you know, Xbox, you know, hopefully, you know, giving, like, updates to, like, again, like, correct certain bugs and just adding content to Upload Studio. But after a year or two, like, they just 
seem to not care about it. Um, with the Xbox uh, Series X, I'm, again, fantastic platform, uh, fantastic ecosystem, a powerful machine. But you know, for a very uh, social product, for a very... Um, again, we see how much that... Uh, the higher-ups and the people involved with Xbox, how much they interact with the social media. I thought we were going to see more advancements in uh, the way that, you know, we share our games and, like, seeing more professional uh, uh, types of things that we could do with video editing. And we never really saw an option there uh, on the series consoles, which I thought was such a shame. And, and personally, I think that Xbox needs a competent video editor. I mean, as does Windows, really. Windows doesn't really have much itself. So I think that it would be like it would be smart to integrate so Cliff Champ into I, it. I was just wanting to just add on to what you're saying. I've had issues on the software side. I mean, like, this is a, a major software issue. Um, a lot of people don't know that um, whenever you... Um, on consoles, uh, launch Netflix or any of these video streaming services, you the video itself is protected by I, it stands for high definition cap. It's like HDCP, so high mm -hmm. definition capture protection. That's right. When you engage, if you have your the if you have your Xbox set to instant on, when you run one of those things. It, that HDCP stays on consistently. If you hook up a capture card, uh, a capture card to one of your your consoles after you've done this, most of the time your capture card is going to flash that there is HDCP protecting you from recording. And now you have to shut down your Xbox completely, the whole cold fresh reboot to basically to get the HDCP to turn off on the Xbox to allow your capture card to work. So now. I don't even download Netflix, YouTube, or any video streaming uh, service at all to my Series X, so I don't have to worry about that. I won't even watch movies on it. All, everything that I do on my entertainment side for my Xbox is either on the Xbox One X or it's through a Roku. I don't even put anything on the Series X anymore just because I don't want to deal with the HDCP uh, bug I mean, that's what I'm calling it because it, it basically stays on and it will not turn off and it has infuriated me. And this is just one of the small, minute things I have discovered about the Xbox DVR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, early on when I first started doing my content creation, I, I was using Upload Studio just because of the... It was really convenient, but it just... There were so many bugs with it. Um, the... I mean, they did update it a little bit with some options, but then they just never continued to add to it. And it just, you know, it just, it really, really um, just fell out of place. It was just, it, you know, just really unfortunate. I thought it was a really good idea. Again, it was competing with uh, PlayStation's Share Factory, which PlayStation continues to support. But, man, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's just such a shame that we never saw anything uh, iterated on the Xbox Series consoles. Now, with ClipChamp being acquired, again, I mean, personally, I, I could see them doing a lot with this. It, it, you know, they could, you know, just a, across the uh, the spectrum of uh, Microsoft's suite of uh, different services, I mean... You know, I could see a scenario where Microsoft would include this in a subscription. I think they've already talked about including it in Microsoft's like 365 subscription, but 
I could see a scenario, guys, where they would put this in like as an added bonus for like Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Like, you know, just put it into like just as like another um add yeah, just another added bonus for uh, the Xbox uh, uh ecosystem. You know, just to be like, oh, hey, you know, here's another uh, little perk of being a part of Game Pass. Just adding on to that value. I mean, personally, I just prefer it to be free, like a free app. But I could see them doing something like that. But, uh, MLD, what do you think? I mean, you're a fellow content creator. Um, I don't know if you used to use, like, the past Upload Studio. But, uh, like, uh, what would you like to see uh, Xbox uh, with this ClipChamp acquisition, um, like, bring it over to uh, to Xbox? Um, to be honest, I am not, I'm not too familiar with it myself, but... I mean, a lot of people are are saying that it is it is a little bit outdated. It could use some work. So I am hoping that that this addresses that issue, and they just yeah they they, they clean it up. They make it just Xbox. They're all about fixing all the narratives. They're actually like really doing a really good job of listening to all to the community's uh, complaints and constructive criticisms. And if this just like crosses another thing off the list, like if that's just one more thing that Xbox does better. Then I think no, that just that's just again like the, these guys are doing the the best they've ever done. I, I'd say, I say these guys are easily going to eclipse like the 360 Gen. Like these guys are really looking at what everyone wants and they're actually doing it. So yeah, I mean, I hope they integrate this. Uh, they they put these guys to work right away because uh, yeah, uh, making your fans happy. Yeah, that, that, that's what it's all about. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that this was a very expensive purchase. I haven't seen any details on the actual uh, monetary value of this, but they it seems to be an up-and-coming, like, again, in-browser uh, video editing tool. And I, 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 I did some research on it, and it seems pretty cool. I can understand why Microsoft would uh, want to uh, purchase this team. Um, and, I again, I, I would really love to see them... Uh, bring this just across the Microsoft ecosystem, the Xbox ecosystem. Uh, Shockley, buddy, I don't know if you uh, have played around with the editing tools in the past, again, on the Xbox One, but uh, well, what do you think of this acquisition? Do you think that this will uh, help like Xbox like content creators? Would you like to see this uh, on the console and Windows going forward? Yeah, they, I mean definitely their upload studio or just like whenever you try to do it in general like any dvr mm. it's it's a pain <laughs> um versus like when you're on playstation it's super easy trim it do everything and then just upload it quickly to t- twitter or whatever you want to upload it to um yeah that's it's still baffling how they haven't like addressed that because <laughs> they've done everything else that's awesome like as far as from a functionality standpoint you know they're wiping the floor with playstation's ui playstation's ui is cool in the sense that hey it looks looks new and next gen but like functionality wise they took away your folders and some other things Mm. um or just the functionality what you can do uh with customizing uh your ui on on xbox and everything that's like the one thing that's holding it back so yeah they definitely need to address it i mean I, I'm, it's still amazing how they still haven't 
because people that keep shouting about it like you, you hear it at like every day on twitter someone like complaining about it so it's i don't know but yeah it's definitely their major issue that needs to be addressed out of everything on the ui so i'm not sure what's holding them back but hopefully something like that would help so mm-hmm. yeah it just it just seems like a glaring omission i i understand that you uh they can't get to everything that they ideally want to put in day one on the console but uh i thought that that would have been their day one though to, if i'm to be 100 percent honest like I, I thought they would have uh came out with something again xbox is very social you, you would think it'd be bigger because i know when the xbox one first dropped out or you know first released um the whole record that thing like you would just say it to connect and just record that clip like you'd hear it all the time when you're playing with people not obviously anymore but you'd always hear somebody saying record that or uh whatever it was xbox record that um so they all they're already made it kind of like a focal point and then i think they just kind of like dropped it halfway they're like oh we're getting rid of the connect okay cool forget all the other stuff we're doing and just and then now they've just kind of like hey we've added the share button um and you can just kind of upload it from your phone and there you go. We added a share button. <laughs> and then they just left it again. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a thing, right? The, uh... I didn't remember Jason Ronald saying that they were going to handle it in a tweet. But what probably happened was this happened. And they're just going to they're going to handle it now. Mm hmm. Yeah, actually, we got to get Ronald on the show at some point. I'd actually love to discuss uh, those kinds of details with him at some point. Hmm. All right, get on that. Um, like again, guys, I know that this is like a smaller kind of announcement, but I do think that this will have effects for Xbox and the Xbox eco- ecosystem going forward. So, you know, seeing them make this kind of move, it makes a lot of sense uh, for Microsoft. And it, I, it can just benefit their whole ecosystem as a whole. So I'll just be curious to see what gets implemented maybe in like a year's time or so. It just I'm, again, very curious, very curious moves here uh, with this ClipChamp acquisition. But again, I think it's a smart strategy. And they're addressing things that, uh, you know, they, that they still need to get to. But, uh, you know, on that note, guys... I think we will move on to our last topic. And uh, gentlemen, yesterday we saw leaks galore with regards to the Xbox vampire game Redfall. It got announced a few months back, but we haven't yet seen uh, gameplay for it, actual in-game gameplay. And then yesterday, or well, maybe it was a few days ago, a bunch of early development builds and screenshots started popping up along with an info dump. Now, you know, I, I'd love to know what everyone on the panel thinks of these leaks. And I'll start off with you, Shockley. Uh, Bud, what do you think of these leaks? Uh, do they get you excited for the game? Oh, definitely. Um, especially from Arcane's, like, pedigree. Um, but from what I'm hearing about it, um, just kind of the whole, like, looter-shooter, kind of like Borderlands-style game. Um, open world, so you can just kind of play it solo. Kind of like in Borderlands, you can do your own. Or it sounds like it's not going to have like uh, 
like just still in AI partners. <laughs> um, so you'd only have like um, apparently like partners, like if someone actually joins you. So you just have kind of like your solo story. Um, but overall, like the look of it and the things you're hearing about it sound really cool. Uh, so I think they'll do a good job. Like a, and it's something different from them. It definitely looks like you can play in third person, but it looked like I did see some screenshots also showed first person. So maybe you can go back and forth. Um, but the people like taking the screenshots out of context and being like, look, look at this game. It's, it's the new Craig. Like that's, that's how game, a lot of games look, you know, a year, month, you know, almost nine months out that's like one of the last things they do when they're adding like polishing the game like and we don't even know how old this build is so this may have been pre-alpha footage from you know months back so you're possibly looking at like a year before release footage <laughs> so that's the like the last things that they're doing at the at the end of that is adding all the textures and you know doing all that plus you've if you've ever played any like the uh, Gears of War, like betas, I remember, I think it was like either Gears Ultimate or maybe it was Gears 4 online beta. And I was like, man, these graphics look like trash. <laughs> I was just like, I hope this isn't the, you know, the final game. But then when they released, oh, OK, everything looked fine. So to judge it this early out is just kind of ridiculous. It's just kind of people just taking whatever they can just to troll people. But um other than that yeah. you know i'm definitely excited for it and, and it's arcane so people that give the same benefit of the doubt for insomniac hey we, we get hyped for wolverine um because well we, we even though it's a cgi trailer we know what insomniac can do well well we know arcane's pedigree as well so i mean they don't miss yeah. so i'd give them the benefit of the doubt now yeah things don't end up well but i mean this is also next gen only so they're not having to try to run it on hardware from 2013 so they can really you know get the extra juice out of that system for the assets and focus on fewer platforms as well so mm -hmm. well said i think um you know i've been arguing well not arguing but i remember when the gears uh beta and that was a beta uh, multiplayer came out and like uh, even destin legary was like wow this looks rough and um, I remember even playing it. I was actually playing it with uh, Phil, and we were talking about it. And Phil's like, he's like, this game will look drastically different from now till the time that you know uh, it releases. And sure enough, <laughs> you talk from when that multiplayer to like I even posted on Twitter to when it close to came out, it was night and day. Uh, the Destiny dev showed a sandbox picture of a game of Destiny in Alpha, and it literally is a joke. It's like you would laugh. Um, I think people are looking for a narrative to, 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 uh, to bash Xbox because it's exclusive. Um, but the bottom line is, is that, uh, as you said, Shock, the pedigree of this, this studio is, uh, is excellent, and um let's throw away all that because i think that that's going to not be a problem um but what's what's the, the 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 details that are coming out 
I mean, for me, it's much better than a Dishonored 3. Uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't really big into Dishonored, so, mm-hmm. but to be honest, the, 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 it's right up my alley. It's like six players, open world, sandbox, uh, you know, um, vampires, special abilities, uh, really sounds cool. And, um, you know, they're going to have their twist on it. Uh, I think this is going to be a really good IP and I'm looking really forward to it. Probably gets delayed. I mean, they would have it for summer of 2022 yeah uh when that comes out uh gonna be another hit for xbox uh i'm sure that it will do well um but yeah that 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 type of stuff uh you know listen a lot of it is just people that just don't know like uh too like like um you know i mean i was a victim of it once i i and i I talked about a pre-show like that's why i said you know grand turismo 7 uh maybe you know, hold off a little because I remember with Gran Turismo Sport, like three months or four months prior to its release, they were showing gameplay, and I'm like, this looks horrible. I'm like, this is a joke. And, uh, you know, um, I even talked about it, and sure enough, man, when that game released, it was like suddenly like, wow. Like, wow, you know, this is different than three months. How do they do all this? What are they doing over there? Um, but the bottom line is, is developer, the last thing that they do is they basically polish the game and make it look as best as it can. And they add, uh, you know, textures and they add all, all the type of stuff after the fact, once they get the game up and running. Um, so yeah, like with all this stuff, you have to give the developers uh, a chance to show their, their final product. Uh, when it's their final product, and we really shouldn't be going out there uh, making fun of developers uh, eight months, even three months out uh, of of uh, their game, and um, you know, just overall, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, you know, we're all victims of it. Our eyes say what they say, but sometimes you gotta like look into it. And, uh, know that the, the developer, know that that the, you know they have a history of being really good. And really look into the details of what they're saying, because the details uh, I, I posted it. Uh, there's like there's like a, like twenty of them. Are really cool, like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Excited for it, and uh, you know, anytime you have games with vampires, for me, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just read reading through some of the uh, leaked info here. Again, it talks about an like an open world uh, obviously it has a core story but you got like some more side missions there but the gameplay is supposed to be similar to borderlands the size the scale of the game supposedly i mean if this is true that's pretty crazy similar to like fallout 76 ghosts of tsushima so i mean i wasn't expecting this large of a game but uh, you know that's pretty you know cool when you're talking about uh you know to have an entire whole town to go through and just like kick vampire ass and whatnot uh, with uh, a group of co-op partners. That's really cool. I mean, apparently you can play by yourself or uh, with a group of friends. I think it's up to like four or five other people, uh, but it's not going to work like Left 4 Dead. Like Left 4 Dead, you had AI partners and apparently according to this info, uh, there's no AI partners, so, I mean, you're either gonna go it alone or have a few buddies with you, 
Uh, but otherwise, I mean, I'm hearing like some things about Breath of the Wild as well. Some similarities there. Just like, you know, different like ex exploring. You can go off and like just go do other things. And, you know, guys, I'm just kind of curious like when we're going to see some like official gameplay for it uh, at some point. Uh, you know, seeing these images and this info, it kind of gets me uh, pretty pumped for it. I'll admit I wasn't really too hyped for it at first with the original trailer but uh some of this stuff has got me really interested uh do you think we'll see it like gameplay i don't know did, are they having like an exo event coming up soon i can't remember nothing's announced so far no yeah. i i don't think they're gonna have it uh, i think the game awards but go on uh ghost oh um i mean i'll just give my thoughts on this thing i mean i for, I'm I'm happy this thing leaked out. I really am because uh, when it was first announced, I mean, we didn't really know what it was going to be like. I was, to be honest, I was pretty indifferent. I mean, sure, it's a AAA game from Arcane, but I assumed it was just like a strictly co-op based looter shooter, like like say like Outriders or something. So, eh, but the, now that they're saying that it's uh, it's equally playable as single player. It's in first person if you want to play in first person because I I would prefer first person to third person. So that was also a big thing for me. Open world uh, game design, Borderlands feel. So like you're always upgrading your equipment so that you have that addictive game loop of always getting better loot. So I'm actually pretty excited for it now. And uh, to touch on, 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 on the Twitter discourse, it's just, it's weird. Like you're getting Deathloop in two days. Like, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. Like, you're bashing a developer that is giving you, like, like that's ending your dry spell. So I, I, I don't get it. And it's pre-alpha footage, too. Like, obviously, the game's going to be cleaned up. I've never seen Arcane release a bad-looking game. So, uh, overall, though, I think I think we'll see some gameplay footage in the spring. Or maybe even, maybe even like, e, maybe even the E3. Because it is listed as a summer game. So we might see this game in, like as late as what next august so it wouldn't be out of the question to see this game in june for uh, for an e3 and then see it like what yeah release in august so um th that's my prediction i'm looking forward to it now well yeah that's the thing right i mean we're talking about release dates and you know speculative release dates they say you know summer of uh 2022 but uh again uh, you know, with people, with developers just going back to their offices after being gone for months on end. Uh, you know, who knows? I mean, it could be pushed back to the fall for all we know. But uh, again, we haven't seen any official gameplay yet. So talking about speculative release dates uh, might be a little uh, too much for now. But uh, I mean, either way, I mean, it should be it, it will be coming relatively soon. Um, Centurion, buddy. Uh, what do you think of uh, these leaks here? Uh, is this a game that's up your alley? Oh, yeah, definitely up my alley. I even have uh, the proper group of friends already picked I'd be playing this. Hopefully you guys will join us. Um, I mean, dude, the ability to join in a multiplayer game that has been compared to Borderlands with Breath of the Wild. I mean, there's a comparison, but... I am excited. The concept has me excited. I thought it was going to be totally different. I said it yesterday on the shop podcast. When I first saw the trailer for this game, I was originally thinking we were talking something on the scale of like maybe Overwatch, uh, like an arena style kind of like 
almost like horde shooter. I don't know, but now that I actually see what's going on with it, I'm even more excited. Um, It's good to see that there's going to be hopefully a lot of replay value on this game. I mean, this is right up Microsoft's Avenue, so I could totally see why this was probably one of the games that was shown to Microsoft uh, as part of the Bethesda purchase. And Microsoft... um, this is something that definitely works on the Microsoft platform, and I can't be more excited for it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, it sounds like overall we're all excited for uh, Redfall one way or another. Uh, again, I'll admit I wasn't like too excited at first. I was kind of worried, but it, it looks cool. It does look cool from what I've been seeing here. And there, you know, in the leaks, they talk about different customizations and... Uh, it seems like there's different classes as well. You get like five or six different classes to choose from or different characters. I don't know. I'm just, again, I'm very curious to see uh, uh, gameplay for it soon. It looks it looks like a pretty cool game. Uh, let's see here. In the chat, oh, we have Adratas Henosis uh, with the $4 Super Chat. Great work, dudes. And he gives us the thumbs up. Uh, thanks, buddy. I see you've been active in the chat. It's very much appreciated. Uh, you know, we we all appreciate the support uh, every one of you gives us. And uh, we appreciate the uh, the super chat there. Um, guys, any other comments on these Redfall leaks uh, before we move on? No, other than just like, uh, you know, MLD said, like, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. And, and um you know, uh, 2023 overall, I mean, 2022 is overall is going to have Starfield, this, Forza, and I think another game. Um, that's pretty nice, man. Pretty nice to have three or four triple A's. And then, like, uh, I think then the the drums will be beating for 2023 uh, for massive mm-hmm. uh, down of games. Um, so, yeah, really exciting time for Xbox fans and um, we got what we got Forza Horizon in two e- two months, and then Halo to close out the year. You know, yeah, it's good, good, good stuff, man. I'm excited. Then also uh, some of the indie exclusives too. The Gunk comes out in December as well. Scorn is supposed to be dropping sometime in the fall. Yeah. So there's other games. Stalker. Crossfire X, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossfire Stalker, Stalker. Um, you know, timed exclusives we're talking about. Uh, I think I think Stalker. I mean, to be honest, I think there's a chance Xbox buys that studio, depending on how well that game does. Uh, to if it, if it's like a if it's a big hit right from the start, I could see Xbox purchasing them. Um, simply because they're also overseas, and that game, man. I mean, <laughs> wow! Like that's an independent developer that. That's like the most impressive game, uh, other than Hellblade. I think I've seen from an independent developer. Uh, their studio, they're from Pola, Poland, U- right? Ukraine. Ukraine. So, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I am extremely impressed with that game. Like, I was watching the E3 presentation, and um, because me and Dealer had talked about it, and he was like, "Just go watch that again." And I'm like, like mm-hmm. watching, I'm like, damn. So, yeah, they got a real winner with that one. Um, and uh, that's another big, 
exclusive, uh, timed exclusive, but again, it's day one on Game Pass, so that's even more than a time exclusive. The, this Game Pass, let me tell you, is just absolutely uh, a killer. Yeah, no, it does look cool. I, I was in talks with somebody uh, from the studio to come on, but just because of the, the time difference, it's... Uh, it's kind of crazy to line up, but I would love to talk to somebody from there to talk about Stalker 2 because it is yeah on one of my top games to playlist. Like I'm really really looking forward to it. And again, like I mean Tim, you talk about acquisitions like and that studio. It would make sense too because again that uh, that game, the original Stalker, was very popular on the PC back in the day, and there's a lot of PC guys who are looking forward to this title as well. And, you know, I, and I know that Xbox wants to, you know, cover all bases with the, the uh, games, whether it be on console, uh, PC, and so on. It's all about the ecosystem. That would be a very strong game to have. So, no doubt in my mind that uh, they would be talking. But, uh, yeah, guys, I think... On that note, we'll start to uh, close things off for tonight's show. And I got to say, uh, you know, there was a lot said tonight on the various topics. Overall, just a very good discussion about things, uh, whether it be about Sony's showcase, uh, various acquisition rumors with regards to uh, to Take Two, uh, Clip Champ, these Redfall leaks, you know, and all the other little things that we covered. But I hope everyone tuning in tonight had a good time uh, listening in. And if you did, you know, then certainly consider dropping a like and subbing to the channel just to keep up to date on all the shows and all things TXR. And on that, with all that said, let's get to the show outros, starting off with our very own Tim Dog buddy. You know, excellent show tonight. I love the commentary. Uh, where can everybody find you at? Um, you can find me on Twitter, xCloud Tindog, also on Xbox, uh, xCloud Tindog. Find me every Sunday night here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I also do the RDX podcast, which is 8 p.m. on Tuesday, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Panel was great. Once again, uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, the chat and, and everyone who comes out uh, quickly. What I've been playing, I've been playing Psychonauts, trying to finish that. Uh, I've been uh, house sitting, so um, uh, I haven't been able to play. Well, I haven't just I, I played on the OLED, and I'm, I'm like I'm not playing this on on the on X on the on the phone because it's too good. But I actually started Hades on the uh, phone with uh, Game Pass with XCloud. That game is seriously addictive. If you guys haven't tried that game, um, and you know you either want to play it on, uh, it's a great game for for mobile. Uh, if you if you like it, uh, I bought another Kishi. Uh, like I said, the game's crazy uh, addictive, and it's really cool. Um, so I I recommend you guys look at that, and uh, I'll see you next Sunday. It's a great show, and hopefully we get some news maybe this week. Uh, Xbox been very quiet. Maybe we get some uh, roadmap of what they have planned for the rest of the year. XO, if they're going to do that or if they're going to go all in on the game awards. Mm-hmm. Well said, Tim. Well said. Uh, moving on down the list, Eric Shockley, buddy. Hey, loved your insight tonight, pal. As always, uh, always very thoughtful. Uh, where can everybody in the chat, everybody listening in, uh, where can they find you? 
Yeah, as always, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. But yeah, great show tonight, and uh, yeah, looking forward to getting into more of the. Anybody, anybody else finish uh, twelve minutes? I still haven't got a chance to go and finish it. But <laughs> I haven't finished it. I, I think MLD got to it though. Okay. Well, okay. Psychonauts 2? Oh, no. I haven't even started Psychonauts 2. That, that's the only bad thing in, you know, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, but oh, yeah, the only Pass. bad thing with Game Pass is just, like, it floods my backlog. <laughs> like, that's the <laughs> yeah. only thing I need to get better at. Um, and it's, like, managing, not jumping from game to game. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wait, Tales of Rise is about to come out. And I knew I wanted to play that day one. And it's like, I didn't finish Scarlet Nexus. I didn't finish Near uh, Replicant. And then you have Game Pass just throwing more games at you. So that's, I mean, it's it's a it's not a bad thing, but it like starts messing with some of your gaming habits. So, yep. but yeah. can't complain. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta finish twelve minutes as well, or at least get to a couple of the endings. Uh, but like you said, just so many games hitting you week after week. Um, let's see, Centurion Pal, hey, great show tonight. Uh, again, some really well said points. Where can everybody follow you at, bud? Yes, amazing show, gentlemen. Uh, definitely, thank you for conversating once again with me. I enjoy coming here every Sunday night and having these conversations. Thank you to everybody out in the chat. For those interested in finding me, please find me at Centurion1307 on YouTube, Xbox Live, and, of course, Twitter. You can find me every Saturday night on the Shop Podcast, and you can also find me every Sunday night on right here on the TXR Podcast. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Good show listed off there as well, uh, Shop. And let's see. MLD, buddy. Hey, I I loved your stuff tonight, as always. Uh, What can I say? Where can everybody follow you at, my friend? Thank you, thank you. Uh, Twitter is at MLD Ghost. YouTube channel is General MLD. Uh, currently, games, uh, current games playing. I mean, yeah, you guys said it before. I mean, it, it, Game Pass isn't making it easy. I'm trying to split my time between three games: Medium, Battlefield Six, because I never played it before. It's a six-hour campaign. Want we'll to knock that out real quick? But also, I started Psychonauts Two. Got past the first level. Loving it so far. Can't wait to dive deeper into that. So uh, it's just about uh, whatever whatever mood strikes me. Uh, I'll, I'll try and finish those games in whatever order I, I see fit. But yeah, there's just a lot, a lot to talk about. And hopefully Xbox, uh, they keep the news coming next week. Uh, looking forward to an, another good show. Mm-hmm. Agreed, my friend. Agreed. And to close out the group tonight, I'm Invader. And you guys can follow my content over on YouTube at Invader Gaming. And you know what? I'm a little bit active on uh, other social media like Twitter. You can follow me at Invader underscore 1986. Excellent show all around tonight. And we're already looking forward to next Sunday. It'll probably be uh, very entertaining. Uh, Again, uh, as Tim said, uh, Xbox has been very quiet uh, lately, as of late. And yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we get some uh, news dropping tomorrow. Some good stuff to start off the week. Anyways, fellas, uh, we will see you next Sunday. Later.